0: Welcome to the Alchemy of Success podcast. I'm Vince Fusco. In the last 15 years, I've done everything from stagehand to award-winning director, husband and father of two, creative marketing expert and professional growth and success coach. I specialize in helping people find their purpose, reach their goals and realize their dreams while building their confidence and self-love to live a life at their full potential. This podcast is dedicated to the exploration of the human experience, the drivers of, and the physical, mental, and spiritual metrics we measure success by. From personal life stories to inspiring tales from special guests, we'll be sharing our journeys of success and what it is to us. My hope is that this show will serve as a source of personal inspiration to spark your curiosity and ignite your mind, body, and spirit to your own brilliance. So you too can thrive in finding your own alchemy of success. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. It's that time of week again. Another episode of the Alchemy of Success with Vince Fusco. I'm Vince Fusco. I'm glad you're here. Today, my guest is the awe-inspiring Tatum Knowles, Miss World South Australia, the general manager of the number one social media platform, The Adelaide Set on Instagram, newsreader and writer for 92.7, and promotion assistant for the Stereo Network. On top of that, she was also named the 2021 Young Entrepreneur of the Year. How good's that? Tatum tells a remarkable story from growing up in the country, South Australia, to finding a career as a model from the age of 14, to then deciding that she would pursue a career in media and film at university and changing her entire mindset, friendship circles, everything to lead her to where she is today. It's a wonderful, wonderful chat and I, I thank Tatum so much for her spirit, her um, vulnerability in our conversation and for sharing her story with us Um Because I know that literally everybody listening to this chat will be able to take something away from it. Tatum's about to embark on her campaign for Miss World South Australia starting this Friday down in Kangaroo Island. She's walking 160 kilometres with the entire crew from the Adelaide and Australian sets documenting the whole thing. But it's all in the name of Variety SA's children's charity for her campaign for Miss World. If you want to get behind this campaign and help Tatum reach her $20,000 goal, jump onto Instagram, The Adelaide Set, and follow the link in the bio. You can donate there, and I know it would be so appreciated by not just Tatum, but of course, all of the children that Variety do great work for. Sit back and relax, and enjoy this ace conversation with our very own Tatum Knowles. Uh, let's get into it. I yeah. Guess, officially. Let's do um, it. <laughs> welcome to another episode of The Alchemy of Success, everybody. I am Vince Fusco. I am glad you are here. I'm so glad that my guest today is here also Tatum Knowles, 21 hey year old Tatum Knowles of the Adelaide Search. She's the general manager, Miss, Everyth- no, Miss Everything. <laughs> Miss, no. Weld, Miss World. Miss World, South Australia for 2021, Young Entrepreneur of the Year 2021. Mm. This is literally what feels like the be- the beginning of your career mm. and yet your career is far greater spanning than we may already know. Mm. Tatum Knowles, welcome to the Alchemy of Success.
1: Thank you for having me. It's, oh it's so weird being on this side. Usually I'm on your side so it's just it's so awesome
0: and it's wonderful to be able to flip the scenario for you a little bit it's Um, fun I um, feel like we're acting I know it does feel weird and it's also like one of the first ones I've set up a camera for to be like normally I film it all over zoom so this is like the first sort of couch chat um, this is amazing in in the little room here so feel so good well thank you for coming and being being the first guest here no thank Um, you it is an absolute pleasure to meet you and just spend a bit of time with you and chat and I mentioned earlier when we were talking, I've been a, a long-time follower of the Adelaide set, um, which we will talk about. Yep. You're a model, a journalism and film student mm-hmm. at the moment, as well as being a news writer and news reader. Yep. Uh, you've done that. i wear um, many hats. Many, many hats. General <laughs> manager of the Adelaide set. We mentioned yep. you manage a team of like 11 people currently. Yep. Um, you and your partner and founder of the Adelaide set, George Alexander. Mm-hmm. Um we have so many things to talk about yeah, that's a lot. and I really I almost don't even know where to start other than let's start at the beginning as, as sort of yep. succinctly as we can.
1: The very start the of The very beginning
0: of the Tatum Knowles story because i i mistakenly said 22 years old earlier when we mm. were chatting and 21.
1: You're so close you, though. Next, next, next month, month, April, April. We have done
0: so much in 21 years. Yeah. Where did this start?
1: Where did it start? Um, okay, so I I'll go back to the very, very start. So I had a very interesting childhood, mm-hmm. um, first of all. So um my parents were quite young, like very young. So my dad was 16, my mom was 18. Yep. Um, and I have three younger brothers, beautiful little boys. So for me being the eldest, um, I had a lot of weight to carry on my shoulders because growing up with young parents, you it's it's a little bit different because instead of just having two parents, I like. Six to ten, you know, grandparents on yeah, one side, yeah. grandparents on the other, and there was just this big support system. Yeah. um Because you know, imagine being sixteen, being a dad. It's like me having you know my my eight-year-old here right now or something. Thirty-four,
0: you know? and with my wife <sighs> and kids, and we still, you know what I mean? Yeah, we still need help. I think at any age, parenting, exactly. you need help. But yeah, I can imagine it'll be very different. Yeah. So yeah, for sure.
1: It was that. That was um. Yeah, that was a. That's the start, really, in terms of the um you know, growing up in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. So I grew up in the country. Um, I went to five different primary schools. So we moved around a lot. So I lived in Mount Gambia for two years, lived in Wyala for a year wow. um, and all, o- all over the northern suburbs. So, you know, Two Wells, Lewiston. Um, so growing up, I've, I've moved around a lot. I met a lot of people. Um, and I guess for me, I had to adapt and with the environment that I was around and things like that, there were just certain challenges that I had to learn quite young. Um, So that's kind of where, that's kind of where the drive kind of started. I was like, okay, look, I've got these three little beautiful boys. They're my brothers and I need to be the best version of myself, you know, so they can have somebody to look up to. Mm -hmm. So I, I created this story. I created the story that I had to be the perfect sister. That was my story. And you know, for me, it lasted so long because you know it's pretty good. I got good grades, and da, 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 da. You know, there was a there was a few workable things that came out of it. But yeah. for me, there was a tipping point because obviously, you know, once you finish high school, I went to Marriottville and um, I got in through music because I was quite passionate. I loved music. Right. Music was um kind of like a bit of an outlet for me. I Michael Jackson. I grew up listening to him, and I absolutely love him. And you know, that's what drove me to kind of go to Marriottville, but I lived in the Northern suburbs. So I used to leave my house at 6.55, get to the, you know, the train station at 7.07, jump on the train, get to town by 7.45, walk to my bus stop, jump on the 141 and then get to school by 8.30. And that was until I got my P's because I wanted, you know, I just wanted more all the time. And I think, you know, and that's what was workable. It was pretty cool. So but that didn't last that long because obviously, you know, you. I discovered something called personal development, right? Right. <laughs> so for me, obviously, if I'm trying to be perfect all the time, it means I'm justifying myself in order to be correct. It means I didn't really trust people much, which you is, you know,
0: <laughs> took my next question out of my mouth, which was like, when you're striving for a level of perfectionism mm. like that how do you find you feel as far as like not only are you living for yourself as much as yes you want you've got a drive and you want to be the best version mm. of yourself but would you say that it's almost like an unhealthy level of perfectionism
1: at some point when it hits it's it's a weird thing it's kind of like a um you you don't know something until you know it right totally. and once you know it you can't unknow it so for me it was kind of a bit of a um, it was a subconscious way of life Mm -hmm. I was still quite you know present I knew who I was um you know just like any teenager growing up you know we're all trying to discover who we are and there's all these emotions and things going on and for me um because of the level of you know life that I kind of received so young I didn't when I moved to the east side the problems and the unworkabilities around me they weren't problems to me yeah so I didn't really um you know I didn't really I wasn't really on that level. I was a bit different. Like I was a bit, you know, I don't want to say I was weird, but I just, I didn't really, you know, I couldn't really relate to the other kids and what they were dealing with. Yeah. My kind of situation was a bit different. So for me, when I discovered personal development, I finally learned how to communicate my story. And from communication being so important, I then, I wasn't afraid anymore to, you know, oh, I've got young parents or I was as soon as I was happy and I was like, you know what? It's my story. It didn't really de- it doesn't, it it doesn't define me, but as soon as I could do that, that's when, okay, I can't, I'm not perfect Tatum. What are you doing? Stop it. You got good grades, but it's enough. It's time for you to just, it's, it's your next step. And I went through that when I was 19. Okay. So when I was not during my gap year, when I was 19, I was learning that, okay, look, these, these are all the unworkabilities right now. And then that gave me courage.
0: Totally.
1: And, that was the tipping point to I
0: love I love the way that you reflect on this time and you articulate it because I think Mm. it shows a level of awareness in yourself through obviously personal development Mm. but to be able to own your story own your your being Mm. and like we said it doesn't define you those things but when you actually own them and say them with truth and courage it, it changes the narrative it changes the molecules around you hey yeah yeah Dance. And that was when you were 19. 19,
1: yeah. But you
0: started modelling at 14.
1: 14, yes.
0: Okay. Yes. So how did you find, um, quick tidbit, mm-hmm. fun fact for you, Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. huge fan, massive fan. I love him. I was one of his 20 children dancers at the Adelaide concert in the 1996 World History Tour. So I got to meet. And Are you kidding with. me? No, this this. Is what fun have you
2: got a video? No, legitimately, I <gasps> oh have one God.
0: photograph. We were only allowed to have one photograph at the front of his trailer, not even with him. This is crazy. I've never. Like, I'm gonna this cry. Up. It's <gasps> wild, right? Um, 1996 World History Tour, Adelaide Oval, Human yeah. Nature with a support act, and yeah. they had just released their first single. Yeah. I'll never forget the day that my mum told me number one, but the actual event itself. Like we spent all day. At at Adelaide Oval in rehearsal Uh we get one like meeting with Michael Mm
2: -hmm.
0: we then meet like the whole band everybody Yep. we did Earth Song Black or White and um Heal the World were the three songs that we were on for like 20 of us from Dance Gallery on Henley Beach Road shout out if any of you are listening you were physically with physically with the man the myth and the legend
1: I'm just gonna leave
0: right now after (laughs) i no it's crazy (gasps) and and like I don't know if you you remember Richie Rich with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Okay. of course. You remember when he has a McDonald's inside his house? Yeah. And it's the coolest thing you've ever seen when you're a kid? I love that movie. Okay, so dinner that was provided Mm -hmm. by Michael Jackson was legitimately as much McDonald's as you could ever picture as a kid. Like I remember walking into the (laughs) the catering tent and it was like a mountain of cheeseburgers, a mountain of fries, a mountain of shakes. And, like, Human Nature came in and they were just chatting with us. And we had, like, McDonald's dinner with Human Nature at the Michael Jackson concert in 1996. There you go. Fun fact. That's the first time I've told that story out publicly, besides, like, family friends. Are you serious? Yeah. I am
1: so happy you shared that with me. I'm actually in a room. I feel like I'm in the room with him.
0: <laughs> one degree away.
1: That's that's it. That's we always it.
0: say Adelaide's six degrees of separation. Yeah, now yeah. you're one degree from Michael now Jackson. Now I'm one degree there away from Michael
1: Jackson. Thank you so much for sharing <laughs> that with me. He, he was honestly my drive in year Uh, seven to you know because year seven's a bit of a you know oh my god high school's coming for me I would just blast Michael Jackson doing my homework dancing singing love it I absolutely loved him and my mum was a massive fan as well so it was just wow thank you so much that was so cool that's
0: very fun I grew up with three older sisters yeah and they like literally our house was just Full of like Michael Jackson, George Michael, wow. Prince, like all 80s and 70s classics as well. that's
1: my f- my favorite.
0: Oh, good. All yeah. my we favorites. Now the dancing's back. <laughs> we can get we'll get onto a dance floor and just boogie one Done, night. done. Um so going back to 14 when you started yep. modeling, how did modeling come about? And then how did you find the the industry? What comes mm. with modeling? When you were going through, I guess you hadn't quite got to that point of 19 and owning your story. Yet. Mm. How was that for you?
1: It was a way that I learned how to really be confident. So with modelling when I was 14, obviously for me at the time, I did it because, you know, who doesn't want to be a model, right? It's and It's a pretty unique thing. So I, um, yeah, it was during 2014, a lot of the... Uh, a lot of the modeling agencies in Adelaide, looking back at it now as an adult, really good at their marketing that I saw ads and stuff like that. I I was, you know, I was on the hunt for different things. I was signing my, uh, my email up to different things like that. And I was kind of receiving a lot of the, you know, the stuff I wanted to be looking at and, modeling stuff kept coming up you know modeling jobs this that this and I was kind of I was manifesting it right I was calling for it and for me I guess the reason why I wanted to do it was because I grew up watching Victoria's Secret I grew up loving Barbie I grew up watching all of these particular things and um for me doing it in real life meant it's real right it's real so I I was like you know what why not I'm gonna give it a go and and then it just happened so I had a I had a meeting with an agency at the time it was FTM model management um and I did I did a course and I did a few courses I've done I did a lot of courses you know during primary school and high school a lot of acting things and and it was just for me to get out there and kind of learn who I was just get uncomfortable um you know learn new things and then yeah and then that's how it started I locked in with an agency and then boom it just went from there
0: I love it I love how you said like to learn to be confident and then just to be comfortable yeah how important would you say confidence is in your success
1: it's number one
0: number one number one what do you do on a day when you're not feeling confident
1: oh now it's like it's just it's my life now it's yes. like i i am so switched on in myself yeah. around other people yeah it's usually if i'm alone that okay. i will face that challenge now so if it's a job if yeah. i'm supporting local business if i'm meeting someone i've never met before i have no problems yeah i'm so extroverted that it's just and I learned that with obviously, you know, the last 15 months, the last 15 months has been that. Um, And for me, it's when I'm alone. So if I'm ever going to get that, you know, uh, feeling of self doubt, you know um, just the emotions coming in or, you know, you know, when you think back to the past a little bit, you know, a little bit, not, I don't want to say depressed. I don't want to say I'm depressed or anything, but you know, when you're alone and you just don't feel good, it's it's the weight of the world on your shoulders. Right. So when I feel like that, i have things in place i have very workable things i do wim hof deep breathing yeah i'm i meditate i do these monthly um exercises these music chanting things Uh, i don't actually know what it's called it's like it's like sound therapy yeah and we go to um like a buddhist temple thing in mcgill amazing and my friend tobio and um seeds of amber uh they perform and they they just do so much for us and we do kind of yoga stuff. So I've got, I've got things in place that just get rid of that. Yeah. And I drink really healthy water, really healthy water. I don't drink tap water or anything like okay. that. I drink um, uh, springs, Mount Lofty water. It's like basically the water up there. There's like this awesome little thing I'll show you after, but we, yeah, I've got a lot of things that I focus on my health. Yeah. So if I feel like that, I, I do that stuff.
0: Would you say then that like the approach, would be very much inside out,
1: mm-hmm.
0: not only just physical health, yep. but obviously like mental mm-hmm. and uh, soulful, spiritually. Yeah, that's that's a huge component. So that huge. inside out work is how you then present. Uh huh. So confidently. Yep. yep. I love that. And again, like I really, really agree with those moments when you're alone,
2: mm.
0: because everybody has those moments. Everybody has those moments when yep. they're still feeling you know down on themselves hard on themselves uh, things aren't going right you said mm-hmm. you no know, the weight of the world on your shoulders no matter how confident the person they are still human mm-hmm. so no matter how much you present like this I present like this on a microphone there are days very much where
1: oh certainly but you're
0: so right in the sense of it is when you're alone do you find that that is more so like your mindset of when we're in this setting even mm-hmm. or any any sort of public setting you're you're on mm-hmm. Would you say that it's almost like a compartmentalization of the confidence you bring?
1: Mm, it's, it's, uh, oh, uh, can you break that down a little bit for like, me too?
0: Do you allow the thoughts of negativity or those moments of self doubt? Do you uh, like they don't come in in this period of time? But when you get in your car, say at the end of this, you yeah. might jump in your car by yourself and be like, oh. But do you find, like, because you're on, you're presenting, we're, we're being confident, we're, yeah. we're, we are very much presenting now, both of
2: yeah, us. Yeah, yeah.
0: But then, like, yeah, would you say this is not work? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: like- yeah, yeah. So because, because what I do is what I love, Yes, it's I don't consider it as work. Totally. However, there are, the you know, there's this whole, um, obviously, there's a wrong way of doing stuff. There's, yeah. like, this little... List of things that are wrong, but there's just so much right yeah. that you can do. Yeah. So usually it's, you know, it's not, you know, it's if there's a storm going on, let's per se, or, you know, if I was dealing with something before I was, you know, on the way here, it could be real, yeah. right? But I just don't let it stop yes. what's coming. Yeah. I don't let it yeah. get through. It's not
0: impact this. No,
1: because it's not real. It's kind of like faceless. It's nameless. Oh, I, love it. it's, I love it. I love it. I don't give it a name. Yes. It's oh. not, yeah.
0: You articulate it so well.
1: Okay, thank God. No, no, <laughs> I think
0: you do. Uh, if you disagree <laughs> yeah. and you're listening, then write in and we'll figure that out for you later.
1: But I want, like, just to let you know, though, I was an atheist most of my life growing up. Okay, cool. Until 15 months ago.
0: Okay. So it
1: was, that. that's like a the next, like, seed kind of thing. But... I love
0: that because that's a whole nother thread that mm. uh, I don't get to discuss too often with any guests I suppose mm. other than like I like to discuss like do you have faith in spirit faith in success or what is your faith in mm. life it doesn't have to be religious per se atheism anything I'm a really big I was raised Catholic yep like Roman Catholic very heavy yep yep from birth to mm-hmm. now um, however my own I guess personal development through the years from teenage years to now I've really led myself to the path of yes, my faith is God, mm. God can be anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: My God can be the same as your God, mm. it can be different to your God. Yeah, I really believe that faith, and it's funny how you said, like, you don't let those faceless things impact mm-hmm. in a negative, yeah, but in a positive sense.
2: Mm-hmm
0: god or faith is something that you believe in that you've never seen yeah so again it's almost the the opposite the mirror reflection it's a positive faceless thing but we allow it to come in to then help guide us or or build us up so when you say um now you know you've been an atheist your whole life until up and 15 months ago Mm. what role then if you're willing to what role does that play in your life now and what was the the catalyst for the, the, the transition i suppose yeah
1: well it was meeting my partner george Brilliant. <laughs> so i so yeah moving you know past the modeling stuff that was my first ever paid job and yeah. you know that's where i really learned how to take on my feminine side i i had so many personal f- like female breakthroughs through the industry itself yeah. obviously i saw you know both positive and negative things just like anything in life mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's um moving from there you know i've you know I started, um, uni the two weeks, you know, and then it was all online. As soon as I got the gig at fresh 92.7, um, I, cause I was following, I was following the Adelaide set for a couple of years, but I never knew who ran right. it. Okay, I, okay, I had okay. no idea. I, I'd, it was just a platform I followed. Yeah. Right. And so I had no idea. And then I had a, message because i the day i got the job at fresh 927 the day i got it I, i'm obviously sharing it like you know mary it's exciting I we got haven't it. even we haven't we, we talked about it yeah
0: before we really started like the official podcast yeah. but we'll, we'll come back to that because that in itself is a great story of how you got to fresh um so you you had no idea who i had no idea
1: there. yep and then george um he replied to that story I posted on Instagram and he, he did this like little clap clap hand thing you know congratulations and I spoke to him and I said oh thank you it's awesome and I didn't know who this person was um and you know growing up with social media this is the norm meeting people online communicating <laughs> it's just so normal
0: and, um, and yet I only say it because whilst I'm only like 14 years older than you yeah you know, it's crazy but the we didn't grow up with that. No. I didn't grow up with that. So like even like hearing yourself say mm. that my nephews, my nieces, it, like yes, that it's is all just online. that's the world we now live yeah. in. But it is so different. Sorry.
1: It's, it's different. It's weird. And, and I respect that because, you know, for me, I didn't get my first mobile till I was 14.
0: Yeah. I didn't yeah. get
1: my first phone till I was 14.
0: So I had mine illegally. I remember I bought- <laughs> illegally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I won't tell your mom. Don't no, worry. Okay.
1: Mom doesn't listen to the show.
0: Um, the, yeah, like I think I paid like $20 for like a stolen phone in That's high school so behind funny. the gym from a very like. Was it a
1: Blackberry? No, it <laughs> was joking. a
0: Nokia 3310. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, that I paid $20 for behind the gym from, from yeah. a colorful character in the schoolyard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah. We'll go. Yeah, that was when phones were, were bricks, and they could they could last a decade, oh, which was good.
1: It was so good, and that's like connecting to that. It was all it was just online, and that's when I first met George, and um, and that was kind of it from that point. Uh, I just said thank you, you know, and then he invited me to an Adelaide set gig. It was a show, uh, and at the time, obviously, because I'm studying journalism and film, um, my my dream was to you know learn in front of the camera. And behind the camera, I want to do both. That was yeah. my thing. So he invited me to this 1920s post-German expressionism film. So, okay. you know, black and white, there's a piano playing out the front. It's really interesting. And the the reason I said yes was because I'm studying film and that's what I was studying at the time. And I'm wow. like, you know what? If I go to this show, I'm actually kind of studying. So I'm going to go. Yeah.
2: And that's kind it. of, yeah, that Extra was credit. it.
1: And um, I met George. And obviously, you know, we're just very very friendly. Um, I sat down with him and he um, you know, he, there's a big there's seven years between us, so he's 27, I'm 21. So when I met him, I was just completely and absolutely inspired. Yeah. I've I met a person who I'm like, that's who I wanna be. Yeah. Like, and I I I've had, you know, similar things like that, you know, little sparkles of, you know, that with different people, but not like when I met George, I was like, wow, this guy, you know, very successful, awesome story, just hard work and grind and just everything I hoped to be. And you know, it was, I was envious. I was like, wow, this guy, like it's such an awesome thing you have. It's so unique. And I, I instantly was like, you know what? I want to work with you. I want to work for you. That's what I said to I you from that first day. And that was it. And then we went, um, yeah. And then obviously we, after that, we went on a few walks, hikes and things like that. I've got to meet his friends. And obviously at the time I had my old friendship group and things like that, yep. but you know, they weren't these kind of people. They weren't really serving me anymore. They weren't really supportive. And I changed my entire crowd. My friendship group became his entire friendship group. And I was pushed. I was just inspired. I was around other people who believed in me and my dreams. And that was it. And then that's when I kind of, you know, I had a day where I came back from a walk with George and because I'm a big history freak. I love history. I love philosophy, science, technology. I tap into everything. Wow. I'm into everything. So we had a day where, and so was George. He's just like blah 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 blah, and I'm like, blah, blah. we're both the same. And I had a day where we, I we were talking about ancient Greek, um, you know, philosophy and all these, you know, stories and things like that. And then I just had an epiphany. I just something happened, and I went home, and I'm like, you know what? What do I have to lose? And then I became open. I was like, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna start looking into rocks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read about the Bible. I'm gonna look into herbal medicine. I'm gonna look into oh, the moon. Yeah. I tapped into everything. Yeah. And then I took little bits here and there.
0: Totally, totally. And I put totally, it into my life. Totally. Mm. The ability, I think, to take take everything not as Bible.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I mean? Because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're like, yeah. well you can't invest too much it's yeah too you, much you or... can't you can't believe in that if you believe in that and mm. you can't do that and you can't no to, no rules do you know what i mean like yeah. and, I, and i say that having like again like yes growing up catholic but always in my myself i've always felt very open to all those things and then it wasn't again like to my own journey of process you know, personal mm. development and, and you go see a shaman in the jungle in Thailand oh. and you're like, Okay, well, this is different. You start doing Reiki sessions yeah. you know, and you're sort of like, Well, this is different. You keep trying Buddhism, new things, like, yeah. trying all these things, and mm. they all now form part of our daily practice in our mm-hmm. house. Um, and much like you're saying as well. Yeah. So I guess then would you say there's been a freedom in not diversifying mm. spirituality for yourself, but like being able to create the world, the life. And oh, the spiritual world around yourself
1: 100%. that
0: you have you've created.
1: It 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 was from that day. Yeah. It was done. It I there was no looking back. It you know, I I knew that this is it, this is what I wanted. And it's it's I I didn't I had no idea what was gonna happen. I everything happened by accident, but it was the mindset that got me there. It was the you know, it, it was the positive thoughts that were building this amazing bridge and the stepping stones were forming and I was just jumping from one thing to another and I didn't that was it I was limitless it was that's when I had a clear mindset that turned into what I guess what's called a scale you know it's just it's only up from there I
0: love the way and I think you've just given the episode the title (laughs) I'm limitless because I believe that yeah, A genu- And I can see that you believe that when you say it, because not only in the, the tone of your voice, everything, mm. you ha- you say it with such clarity in yourself. That is the difference. And mm. I love the fact that we get to have this conversation today. And I love the way that you are able to tell me, everyone. And I think maybe it's different to some of the other episodes that I've had mm. where I hear the journey. But they haven't had maybe such a fundamental
2: mm.
0: change of mindset. Yeah. And or then that inherent belief in themselves to say, I am limitless. Because that's mm. genuinely exactly what I believe. Yeah. I believe if you put your mind to anything, you can do anything, you 100%. can you can move time, you can yep. you can you can change you know everything in your world, it's up to you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You mentioned changing your your friendship circle, yeah. And that's a big thing, right?
1: Oh, it, it was, it was, it was, um, because obviously at that point when you are young, it's the years, right? You, if you, if you're connected to someone, it's the years that bind you. And, um, for me, I had this entire group and good on them. I respect them. Uh, there's no bad blood, anything like that. But I was just different. I felt at the time I was, I was a chaser. I was a big chaser. I was a big giver. All I cared about was, you know, what people were talking about, what other people thought. I was just completely invested in everybody but myself. And then that, when I started, you know, meeting George and meeting, you know, Hamish, Will, the rest of the team. And then I started meeting, you know, my friendship circle that I have now, it, it wasn't like that. I didn't have to on a show I didn't have to do certain things that I usually would with my other group and I'm like wait a minute something's wrong here what what's really going on here and I started realizing oh my god you don't have boundaries I had no boundaries I had I was just just I was like air I was everywhere I was like a bushfire just burning everything and there was just no focus fire whatsoever it's a
0: really good way of putting it a bushfire Mm. because and not just yourself but for so many people like that yeah they just find themselves constantly giving and burning out Mm. and then they're the ones who are constantly like but why do I feel like this
1: Mm. taking on people's mindsets taking on people's attitudes taking on people's problems you know I I was a person that would just comfort
0: so many people and who was comforting you
1: yeah just who and um, I had such a good family I love my family because I I lived with my grandma during all of this and my grandpa and they were amazing I had a really good family and it even got to a point where you know what's good for you can poison as well because it's you can't just rely on your family for everything you know and so for me it I I had to wake up I woke up and I'm like screw this I am I'm wiping my hands, not with the people, but this is it. I'm going to focus on myself. I'm going to figure out what it is that I want to do. And it's a little bit selfish, but being selfish is sometimes okay because you're going to learn the rules for you to create, for yourself.
0: Totally. You know,
1: going to bed at a certain time or maybe, you know, not drinking as much or maybe drinking more water. There's certain things that you do and that's with everything, including your relationship. So it was just I turned it out being a little bit, Different than my group at the time. And I just followed a new path, and yeah. that was kind of it. So, obviously, with everything that I was doing, you know, that's a whole journey. When we start talking about the Adelaide set, there's a lot there, but it's, yeah, it's people, people, yeah. percent
0: I think the people around you make a massive difference. Massive, massive. You, you mm. said something earlier, just in passing, even where you were like, the people around me now with your new friendship circle, mm. they believed in you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That, like, how important for yourself now, when you, when you look at everyone around you, how important is that belief system from those people? Oh,
1: so important. I, it, it takes one, one person, totally one. And that one was George for me, yeah. that one guy who, you know, he just, he saw something that I didn't see yeah. and he was just, like it was a, it was a miracle. I I say this to people, it happened to me, not for me. It happened to us. We had no choice. It was just, you know, it was, it was amazing. And I, I started seeing a whole new way of being for myself that I never thought was possible. And I just started changing in a sense like I grew I grew into a more positive person into a more person I grew into a person that wanted to learn structure I wanted to learn more about business I was interested in you know ethics and very simple modern you know values it wasn't you know I wasn't just running in the jungle and then doing all these things and it which i like I love I'd love to do that (laughs) but I was just I started talking differently and I started treating myself differently and then Every, and that impact everything because because I was a support system for so many people, the moment I withdraw, like, you know, withdraw from that, it's not fair because I realised I actually never helped them. I made it worse because these people can't figure that out. Can't these solve things it for themselves. themselves. No.
0: Totally. It's like when, yeah... You know, keep giving a, an addict something. Yeah, you're not helping them. No, it's harder then for them to break that and figure it out. totally. Yeah. That's a really, really important point.
1: And I that think. was the big, that was the breaker because I was, I wasn't the same Tatum for all these people anymore, and yeah. it impacted them. I hurt a lot of people because I, I changed. I, I wasn't, you, grew, you know, you and, grew, and you I said, grew. And yeah, I agree.
0: I think that's, I think that's how you have to view it. Like mm. time is a, time just keeps going. Yeah right and it mm. moves in all sorts of directions so no matter where you are you're never going to be the same
1: no and
0: and the problem with I say problem but maybe the wrong word but like the problem, unworkability unworkability I like that I, a I say deal breakers a lot, d- I do I like,
1: workable unworkable oh, I
0: love that I love that <laughs> so unworkability then would be like the idea of the version of you that people keep in their mind yeah and they will always hold Mm. in the highest standard the version of which they have most power yeah as far as like what you bring to them and serve them with and when you change when you outgrow that Mm. then or when you put up boundaries you said boundaries Mm. I have no boundaries when you put them up that's Mm. when you see sometimes that
1: that that reaction that tension that that
0: backlash that yeah yeah, that reactive nature of people where they sort of then turn it back to you Mm. but it actually is more about yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: and then that's the thing having a having a, a shield or a coping mechanism so my yeah. coping mechanism for that was just I just went solo I was like look I'm just yeah. gonna you know and it, it was just the whole circle it was like a circle you know this is it I'm going from one group I'm now in another yeah. and as soon as I went through that transition it was hard because people like I love people I I loved my friends and all that kind of thing but it just they weren't in my best interests anymore, yeah. and it was just the way it is.
0: And that's not even to say that those people specifically are going out of their way no, to hinder you. not it, it at is, all. It is like it's it's layered with so many levels. It so could be, many levels. It could be just the energy that somebody brings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I've told the story before on the show about how um like my cousin and his friends started hanging out with my group of friends mm. more and more and more. And one day we were like, "What's going on? What's going on?" And here? they were like, "Hey, well, we just we just realized the way that we felt when we left your group of friends." was yeah. very different to how we felt when we left our group of friends yeah I was like what do you mean they're like well, sometimes it can just be a bit like you know you get up and you leave the room and straight away everyone's talking about you
2: mm-hmm. when
0: you're not there and they're cutting you down or when you say you know you've, you've got a new promotion or something and they're like oh that's good
2: mm.
0: but you see that sort of it reservedness yeah. in their response because of jealousy mm-hmm. or whatever it may be yeah as opposed to My circle of friends, a very close-knit group of guys and girls that we've known since some from kindergarten even, Mm -hmm. gone all the way through life together, but it's always been a support. Like every time Mm. somebody was doing something great, no matter what it was it's
1: like soul friends in a sense oh my god 100
0: like, percent. yeah we yeah. Were all we're, we show up we show up for each other yeah. we're there and we support each other we don't want anything else other than to see each other mm-hmm. succeed and then it becomes a question of like well how can we help yeah what can we do what can we do to bring give and
1: there? take 100 percent. it's give and take C- i didn't circular, it was yeah you, know, you yep.
0: mentioned that before circular. yin and
1: yang give and take you know however you want to portray it for me i i didn't have that it, it was more give 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 and then yeah. you know it was an um, imbalance maybe I'll take tag take, take i just it wasn't working and then i suddenly you know met a bunch of people who were you know very like-minded very driven home. very very supportive I could have the conversations i wanted to have yeah. uh it, and you know it was just it was a very natural um you know it's like finding a new species in the environment and you can watch them all coexisting together totally. and it was like that.
0: And entirely so now that you're like in this place mm. which is wild right it's, yeah it is a it's a very empowering place to be so cool in. and i i wish everybody knew how i don't want to say how simple it is mm. because it's not simple it's
1: not simple it's not simple but the yeah. tools
0: seem simple but it's mm. actually the practice and the application. The tools
1: and the technology and how to use it.
0: Oh, this is going to be a yeah. damn good episode. <laughs> let me <tell> you people. <laughs> I'm so oh excited! Oh, my God. But, like, yeah. now that you're there, right, and like you said, you can see these people coexisting. Mm. Isn't it just mind-bending to think how you used to live?
1: Oh, yeah. i I so asleep 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 um <laughs> I you know very misled um very you know it, it's just very it it's like a whole subconscious way of living totally. and you think that's living you think it's good for you yeah you think this is who you are and then all of a sudden as soon as you seek discomfort as soon as you're uncomfortable and you know that the nerves you know setting in and you're you know you're you're on a different journey of, you know, that's different to being comfortable all the time, you start realising that you can actually take on a bit more totally, than what you, totally. you know, and then you start just, you start getting out there and you just start doing things you never thought you would be doing. And then that's when it, it just keeps happening. and It that's just the thing. keeps happening. Yeah. You build
0: that momentum. And then yeah. that's when you also, you find things, they drop away easier. Mm-hmm. Not because of lack of trying, but because they don't serve yeah. this purpose. They don't serve this journey. They don't serve this vibration mm-hmm. anymore. For
1: sure, and that's and that's the thing. The Adelaide set. You get all of that there. Yeah. You know, there's okay. there's no like I. The last fifteen months has been how to keep that. Right. How to how to keep it going. Because no. there's one thing to do certain things. And you know, you can have magical moments in mm-hmm. life, mm-hmm. but it's the in-between moments that count too, because those are the most crucial, because that's gonna keep you going. They're and, often the yeah. moments
0: of inception and creation. Yeah. It's those. You know where you go. Oh, we're up here, but now we're back. Uh-huh. That's when something yeah. has to start. You,
1: you never get there.
0: No, that's right. the thing. You, you never know because you can't yeah. set that you can't yeah. set it no. as like when I get there, I'm done. Yeah, that doesn't work.
1: And then you're comfortable again.
0: Yeah, and then no, no, it's no. like complacent. What? Not yeah. happy. Not happy with yeah. that. The Adelaide set. Let's talk about that. Okay. Oh, that's so <laughs> George started the Adelaide set seven years.
1: Seven years. That just seven, sounds
0: crazy yeah. to think that it's been seven years on
1: my birthday, April 13. Right. That's the seven year anniversary.
0: Well, happy birthday you know and that? happy anniversary. Yeah. You've been GM now. Yep. For how long? 15 months? Ah, uh, so I months?
1: so I started um at the Adelaide set, uh doing the radio show and stuff first. So I, I worked at the Adelaide Set for about four months before I became general manager. Okay. Yeah. So four months I worked and then I got it after the fourth month, which is pretty, pretty.
0: <laughs> pretty impressive, right? That's a very impressive. I was, I was hired,
1: and then suddenly I was promoted, Shot to and the it was top. pretty cool. Give her a
0: corner office. Yeah. The, um, I mean, the growth that then also, like mm. you mentioned, George earlier, with obviously wild coverage of the bushfires earlier that really blew yep. up the page, yep. and, and gained a lot of uh, visibility globally, yeah. The last fifteen months, mm. again, like booming last year. The Adelaide set was named the number one social media platform yep. for like lifestyle in South Australia. And you said just moments ago, it has everything. And I've been a follower for not seven years, but probably mm-hmm. definitely the last sort of three or four. Mm-hmm. And I love the, the fucking quality, the diversity mm. in the information. I yeah. love that they're not only on your own page, but on the Adelaide set, you're not afraid to tell it like it is, mm. um, especially in today's uh landscape and i wanted to talk about media censorship a bit later on perhaps
1: of of course because
0: that's a whole nother let's do it (laughs) but it's it is so rich and Mm. um yeah it's enriching because it is it covers so many things i love that i can go there and get like a beautiful little quote that makes Mm. me feel inspired for the day or i'm then hearing what's happening in the news but it's not what's happening in the news Mm. it's what's happening in the real news Mm. so tell me a little bit about what your mission with that was and then maybe if you can you mentioned earlier like how did George come up with the Adelaide set but mm. then what is it that you both love about Adelaide or South Australia?
1: Ah oh, so three questions there <laughs> um so obviously yeah George starting the platform he realized that you know social media was a very unique way to bring people together yep. um and he you know took on 40 different clients within the first three months and the page grew to about eight thousand followers, which back then was huge yeah um and you know, growing for the last seven years we've had over you know 60 different contributors some you know some photographers going on to be famous photographers you know Cricket Australia the general manager before me she went and she um started running SA Tourism um the Adelaide set itself for George at the time was a platform for the youth by the youth and it's a place for young people to come on board create a role and do it. That's it. It doesn't, you don't need experience. It doesn't matter how old you are really. It doesn't matter where you come from. As long as you are willing to give it a go yeah. and take it on and obviously just do it, that was it. That was the journey. So the last seven years, that was his journey with the platform, learning about, you know, marketing, uh, content creation, how to communicate and help clients, sales, um job ob- opportunities. He has managed to do so much with this platform, um whether it be working with Audi one day or next minute we're just supporting a live cafe, you know, just in Burnside or we could be at the beach. Like he honestly just drove all over SA and he just mapped the entire thing. So for him, the last seven years has been a big, big journey of learning you know not everything was good sometimes you would fall you'd get back up do it again for him he built it he yeah. made it yeah. when I joined I just learned how to operate yeah and that's all it was so giving him credit it's George George is the guy that made this beautiful divine platform where anybody can come on and have a voice yeah. so that that was the grind um And then to your next question, what we both love about the platform is that there is no hierarchy system above us. There is no rules. You know, there obviously, you know, there's a few, but you know, there's this all this stuff that we can do. And we don't, you know, we don't have to come into work feeling like, you know, anxious that someone's above us, gonna, you know, if obviously if we stuff up or we make, you know, an error or certain things we talk about it and okay cool let's let's solve it it's it's only solutions so being general manager running a team of 10 11 um including myself um i i only want to hear solutions yeah right and we have a certain way of being about us working together where we all can believe what we want we can all be ourselves we we all respect each other and each other's boundaries and. We
0: have fun. Like, we literally have fun. Oh, and you can see that because it comes through in the content. It comes through in the yeah. time. It comes through and, and it's wonderful to hear not only how George obviously built this, Atlanta mm. empire, um, empire, but then how it, it's grown over the time. Yeah. Beyond that as well. I mean, mm. so how involved is George still today?
1: So... In terms of when I first started 15 months ago, um, I started uh, helping out at the Adelaide Set Radio Show. So at the Adelaide Set Radio Show, that's where I got to meet and interview a lot of, you know, famous politicians, musicians, anybody doing cool things in South Australia, right? So I started learning confidence on how to interview people because, you know, before doing that, you know, Interviewing a politician was scary. Like it's scary. It's yeah,
2: yeah.
1: this person. Oh my God. You know, and then that's how it all started. And George was there, right? So George, me, um, Hamish and we will do the radio show. And then George um would obviously live stream it to the audience. Uh, that's how I started. That okay. was my first role. Right. Moving forward, we were at bergonomics and uh George finished up with a shoot. Like it, he had his camera on him. I he had his camera on him. I can't really remember what we were doing during the day, but he said, Tatum, we're at Bergonomics Canelg. Let's make a video. He chucked me in front of the camera and I said, all right, George, what Let's are we do doing? It. Let's sure. do it. And I did my very first intro. We walked in. We got these beautiful montages. I started eating the burgers. We we're having fun. And that video got, got 4,000 views. And yeah, at the right. time for me, that was like, oh, my yep, God, yep, 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 4,000 yep, yep. people watched us. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. And for me, I'm like, we both sat there and we like, ding thing this could There's be a idea. thing yeah, for sure. we could work together and actually help support live and local businesses because at the time coronavirus right totally we work with live and local businesses because of all the businesses shutting all of this stuff we were like um we had to help yeah. we didn't know what to do yeah. we were like that we were faced with all these problems because you know who are we going to work with Woolworths. worse we don't work with the big boys yeah, yeah. Like we have we we are but that's not our core totally. our core is small business yeah so for us we're like how do we help people let's just work for free stuff it let's make fun videos together and have some fun you
0: know that mindset (laughs) is the biggest I think like game changer for a a business who is a service-based provider Mm. if you are willing to be like let's just do it for free yeah just to get it going even oh
1: for sure well I wasn't even a presenter I have right. no idea. I'm like George. I, am not a presenter right now. Like I'm, <laughs> like I am, but I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm obviously I'm not going to charge people. So even you know, then, but even then, like
0: the the quality of the conversation <sighs> and the product and, and what you're doing, mm. the idea of like I just want to help. Yeah, I just want to help. It's not going to cost you anything. Mm-hmm. Like that goes so so far.
1: It did. It did. And we it would. Did. Look yeah. At it. Look it at did. what you have done. Yeah. We were. We were literally. So we were so busy that we literally had one video a day would come home would edit at night and would upload one video a day and that was for seven months
0: and that's hectic so for
1: seven months we worked like that full-time seven months no partying no drinking no nothing we stopped all social lucky our jobs are social but (laughs) it we were like george and i sat down because we did a few videos and we were like wait a minute okay look we've stumbled across something here this is really helping yeah. because people we we have the conversations we're meant to have. We can help, you know, physically being there for our clients. Yeah. We listen to their problems and it inspires us with the content that we share, yeah. getting all these different perspectives. And that was it. it. It just boomed. So seven months of scaling and it was being consistent. That that was the secret.
0: Consistency. That was the secret. The secret to so many things. Yeah.
1: Doing it Always. every day. That's every it. day.
0: You've got it, you've got to do it. It's the only way you get better. Yeah. Um, what does when you you know we talked about it very briefly we touched on the idea of like we've got to maintain it now mm-hmm. so what does the future look like Ooh, for the Adelaide question. set
1: well yeah so just recapping now well over the last 15 months you know after four months of being a presenter, you know, we were suddenly, okay, look, I'm, I'm a presenter now. There's a service here and we created a model and then that became my full-time job. So, you know, I didn't need to work at a cafe anymore. I didn't need to work at, I didn't need to work anywhere because yeah. I'm, I'm working, I'm Correct. doing this. Correct. And George, um, he got offered a new job. And, you know, he was my ride for a long time. We were both working together. And then obviously him stepping up into this new adult realm, of, you know, <laughs> a higher position that he's always, you yeah. know, dreamt of and certain things. And so for me, I was like, oh, okay, well, that was it. He's like, Tatum, I need you to step up and be general manager.
2: Yeah.
1: And I was like, what? I don't know how to run a platform. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I just became a presenter. What do you mean? And this was four months, being, like just four months working there, yeah. becoming the general manager. Um, and he made this decision. He was like, "Look, this is it. I want you to take this on." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I ran the social media. I started learning how to communicate to clients, doing sales. Um, you know, really structuring what we had made and turning it into a reality. Yeah. And we did it. So I did it. It was, you know, six months in. You know, it was it was pretty. It's interesting because it's all learning, right? And for me, if I ever failed, which I did, I've, I made many mistakes. I stuffed up many times. I, I promised things that I couldn't promise. I, you know, and that's the whole point of this, right? Because you've, if you, I love mistakes. I love them. If I, if Thank there's you. a mistake, I love them because once I know that's a mistake, I don't do it again. do it again i don't do it and again and if you do
0: do it again yeah okay like no harm no foul no
1: harm no you know but and that you was know it. you said it
0: before you said once you know something yeah you can't unknow it no, not, really. not not to say that you can't change or learn mm. something different that then changes your mind Yeah, but you're so right like once you know it's a mistake mistakes are so underrated mistakes mm. are the biggest I teachers I totally i, I totally mistakes. agree I was going to ask you, are you afraid to fail? But you've already answered the question. As far as no, like, no,
1: no, I can't, I can't be not in this line of work. Totally. I can't because it just it it just tips me off. It it's not workable for me. I can't have a mindset like that. I just I just can't. So becoming general manager, I learned all of these amazing things, whether it be business related, whether it be social media, whether it be running a team, whether it be communicating to clients, yeah. and I just got, I guess, I just got really good at it. So for me. Because at first, the biggest thing was I really didn't like sales because it was stressful, there's money involved, and, you know, there's certain things to, you know, because at the end of the day, as much as we want to support people, we still had to eat, right? So we still had to, you know, there's this whole- Still running a business. Still running a business. So for me, that was a little bit stressful. But again, I had to learn I can't hate sales. I have to love it. Yeah. And then as soon as I started loving it, just, it just it became easy. It was like, okay, cool, I get it now. And and what I mean by sales is listening to a person, yeah. hearing for a problem, communicating what their objective is and how to solve it. Yes. That's what I mean by sales. Totally. I don't just mean, oh my God, look, do you know where I don't mean that. I mean general, generally helping people. Yeah. And that's when I discovered my way of doing it. If I could sit down and meet someone face to face for coffee, 100%. I can get it all obviously there's email and instagram and all these other ways but it's that initial but, meeting and even yeah. like we're
0: talking about it like even today like you're yeah. the first person to come in and have a one-to-one That's for so a podcast. Cool. i'm so
1: amazed I'm, by that i'm
0: so um honored and yeah honored and privileged like i feel yeah. i'm so happy that, I, that it gets to be you today because mm. not only does the energy change when you're in a room with someone oh, and sure. i agree like when you meet with someone face to face you can very quickly you know figure out what's going on or hear the problem and, and be able to relay that back yeah but even like the energy today for this conversation whilst i've got thousands of great conversations mm. it's a very different type of conversation yeah. today like i feel it's like fun. we're just flowing beautifully mm. like there's so many things again but but it, it does it's reflective yeah um so it, it really shapes your future
1: here. for sure it 100%. does and thank you for having me
0: oh no it's a, an absolute pleasure it's been an absolute treat so far um I hope you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> oh,
1: I am. I am. It's just you You mentioned before, you know, what's in store for the future. And we didn't really answer it yeah. because we're just so deep in this now, which is <laughs> which is a good podcast. I love a podcast. That's deep. Um, it's, yeah. So in now, like, you know, moving 15 months later, uh, learning all the things that I've learned and, you know, having a really open learning mindset. That's yeah. what got me through the mistakes. So whenever I made a mistake, it was like, look, I'm learning. It's all learning. And yeah. then I just move forward. So we, yeah, running a team of 10. So we've got 10 now. Um, we have our very own production company now. Yes. So we've got the Australia set productions. So obviously at the Adelaide set, anyone that comes on, whether it be a, you know, a social media manager, a you know a presenter or a journalist yeah. who wants to do articles or whoever wants to work with us and whatever they're interested in. Having the Australia set now, has taken us to a new level totally. because we're all super creative and there's certain things that, you know, that we can't do with certain businesses yeah. or, you know, so for us having the Australia set productions, not only do we get to be more creative doing short films, documentaries, music videos, etc., or, you know, just anything with all this awesome equipment, yeah. but it gives us an opportunity to now reach out of South Australia because as the Adelaide set, we're niched, right? We're niche to SA, yeah, yeah. you know, and for us, Um, talking uh, what we were saying before about, you know, people wanting to leave, all this kind of thing. Because of COVID, we were left with the best talent in SA. No one was travelling, no one was going. Totally agree. We had the best
0: people here. It's so funny that you say that because I totally agree. Over the last two Mm. years, having everybody, like, we did say that a lot of people left Adelaide years and years ago um, for for one reason or another. People just sort of were going, all the opportunities were elsewhere, Mm. the East Coast, overseas. A lot of people who did that 10, 15 years ago, myself included, mm. have come back. Yeah. And and what I found, we were talking about how Adelaide's grown up, you know, really mm. nicely, step by step. What we found was all these people who did go away and get this sort of global experience, mm-hmm. they, when they brought it back, that I think really helped a lot of different parts of the industry in, in yep. Adelaide. Now, with, with what you're saying, like as far as like uh, reaching out of South Australia, mm. Does it become just national or is global? Oh, global. Idea? We're going.
1: Yeah. We're going high. I I think doing. So how it all happened was obviously as I started, you know, scaling in yeah. my career, being you know on social media and all that sort of stuff. Um, the the good the good side about it was obviously the people who respected what I was up to in uni per se because I'm around a lot of students. Yeah. I got to be with them and I got to study with them for three years. And I would, you know what, you you need to you need to work with us. You're good. Yeah. And you now get to
0: pick them while they're still yeah, coming yeah yeah yeah. I'm like so good. And
1: I would share it, and that's the thing. And they were fascinated. Like I wouldn't just grab some. Lah! I I would share with them what I'm up to, and they would be curious. And yeah. then you know now our editor Riley, our producer Talia, our cinematographer Brody slash, he's my Quentin Tarantino. We've got <laughs> Bjo, who's I had journalists like all of these people yeah. I met. And we bonded and I shared and they were interested. And I'm like, well, join me. Like, let's do some stuff. I'm not a star, right? Yeah. We are all in the same galaxy. Team, yeah, we yeah. are all stars together and we can all grow and become supernovas. You know I what know I mean? That. We can, And that's the, that's the mission I had with this team. And I'm like, this is it. All right, let's do it. And then that what that's what formed the Australia set, having our producer, cinematographer, editor, myself, my role as being a director and team manager yeah, of that. Yeah. So I love directing music videos, short films, amazing, all the creative amazing, stuff. Amazing. Um, and having that now is really unique because having the Adelaide set, all the work that we do do there we can announce it and share it and promote it on the Adelaide set platform. And it's done in a way where we're not, you know, we're not misleading our audience or anything. We're still being South Australian, but having the Australia set, with everything that we know now we can take we can on more yeah. we can do bigger things yeah. and um I guess the is there just to let you know what we've managed to achieve since launching well yes. we haven't really launched we've just been working um we started in January and we managed to lock in our very first ever documentary series so Amazing. we're doing a, we're shooting a 12 month soccer uh soccer a soccer <laughs> doco um which is really exciting so that should be out uh, january next year Amazing. so stan we're coming for you um and apart from that we've managed to do a few music videos doing a video for um doing a video about space junk which is really cool like it's just anybody with an idea or a dream and yeah. they communicate it we have invested over ten thousand dollars in new equipment so yeah. you know and this is all self-made all from our own pockets let's do it two black magics, lights, camera, action, and now we can just help all of the local m- musicians. We can help all of the corporate businesses with corporate videos. We can do and shoot podcasts yeah, like this yeah. and it's really unique because we have such a big networking with all the live and local businesses.
0: Yeah,
1: Now we can give that back totally. and we can do more.
0: Totally, so, totally, totally, totally. So,
1: yeah, again, it's limitless.
0: It's limitless. It's limitless. I love that so much. Yeah. So much that I won't (laughs) talk about now, but we, uh, I feel like you're almost replaying my story from 15 years ago.
1: Really? That's so cool. In
0: 2007, when I was like 19, I started my own production company with a partner, Gin and Vodka Productions. Mm -hmm. Very much was the same idea, not so much with businesses, Mm -hmm. but it was for film. So anybody who had a screenplay or anything that they just wanted to get off the ground or a music Mm -hmm. video, they would send in these scripts to us, and we would literally spend just days. Reading scripts from local writers and whatnot. Yeah. If we liked the film, we would fund it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Produce it, shoot it, it's edit so it, release it, enter it into film festivals. Oh, or
1: isn't it fun? Not
0: one dollar to them, mm-hmm. like we wore the cost, which when I think about it, like it was again, it comes back to we just wanted to help. We wanted yeah. to help our industry, we wanted to help the businesses and the the artists around us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that that's something that like even just hearing that now again mm-hmm. and hearing that that is still and, you know, not still, but it's evolved. It's another way of doing things yeah. to then build the business to the point of, like you're saying, give back to the industry For now sure. and, and be able to do so much more is really wonderful. And that inspires me because mm. I look at that and I, I just think that's great. I feel like
1: yeah.
0: whilst I may not be in that specific industry myself anymore so much. Mm. It's wonderful to know, even though you sort of keep your finger on the pulse, what you guys are doing is just, is great work.
1: It's good. It's yeah. so fun. And I love good
0: people. It. Good people makes all the difference. Mm. Like you mentioned that everybody on the team works together, respects what they do, respects each other, and they yeah. love what they do. And that's yeah. something that you've said a lot today about like, you love what you do, so it's not work. And mm-hmm. I I agree with that sentiment so much, because if you, if you or anybody you know, a lot of people don't love what they do. Yeah,
1: I, I can't, I
0: can't, hundred percent, I can't do something So what, what then? Like, would your advice be?
1: Advice be? If
0: you were to give someone advice and they said, "I just, I hate my job. I don't love it. It's good though because it pays mm. well and it, you know, I've been there for a long time."
1: Mm.
0: What's your thoughts on that? Oh, uh,
1: you've got to, you've got to really think about your life. You've got to start back from. I guess your first memory it's a bit deep but you've got to go back and you've got to you've got to figure out what kind of child you were I think I think touching back to those years are very crucial because you could discover something as an adult that you never knew was there I think that is something that you should do Um, moving forward from that once you've done that depending on where you're at and what you've discovered Uh, forgive forget move on kind of stuff Um, a lot of healing and then just heal yourself because obviously if you're doing something very comfortable there's something there because you feel like something's missing if you feel like something's missing definitely I recommend doing that. that and then the advice is be consistent and action just totally. do it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. If you've got an idea and say like, Oh, you know what? I want to be an artist. I want to be an artist. Buy those paints, go do to it. office works, get some stuff, go home, totally. do it. Totally, and totally. then the next thing, okay, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want, I want, I want. Right. And you, and the more that you want, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody, you just, just, you need to do it.
0: The more that you're clear on what you Exactly.
1: Want. Exactly. Yeah. And it's okay to not know. Like I have, so many people come up to me like Tatum, you're killing it. You're yeah. so inspiring. I I want to do this. I want to do that. And all the conversations clarity.
0: That's what I get a lot oh, of. I wish I knew. I wish yeah. I knew what I wanted to do.
1: And I just it really I grind my teeth because it as much as it's okay. Cool, they're sharing it. it's good that they're acknowledging me. Yeah. However, it's a mirror and a reflection of themselves because. They are physically telling me the solution. Correct. And they don't do it. They Correct. just don't do it. I have people come up to me like, oh, I want to be a model, I want to be a I want to be a social media presenter like you. Just I want to be an editor. Do I'm it. like, you totally.
0: You need to do it. Yes. That's that's all that's stopping you. You know, like that's it. Would you agree then that like fear of failure mm. is the biggest blocker for so many people? Fear
1: and what other people think. I mean, looking at our society, yeah. you know, South Australia, Adelaide, looking back at the past, you know uh how adelaide developed and you know the societal you know perspective you know it's very tall poppy very you know yeah, yeah, uh yeah. don't aim too high or oh, watch out it's <laughs> a, I think because of just the way the generations have grown up and it's not about right or wrong like, what yeah. i'm saying right now isn't wrong or anything
0: 100 but again I think, I think that comes back to like yeah you have to be able to have two opposing thoughts in your head oh, for sure and yeah. say so, hey, look it there's no right answer there's no wrong answer but this a way mm. of being open enough yeah is going to give you some progress no matter what you're doing yep
1: yep it's definitely um it's just yeah that's why I love history so much because I look back at history and I'm like oh my god there's so many things that have happened and then you look at present day and it's like okay this has happened so many times (laughs) when are we going to wake up and realize that hey we're
0: doing the same thing
1: we're doing the same thing which means we're being comfortable we're being comfortable we're putting too much trust into certain areas of life which just Shouldn't be there, totally. and it's we're not trusting ourselves enough, and I think that's all it is. It's not, and talking to each other, you know, growing up as kids, and you know, being I love children because kids are together, they're just this be- pure being of energy and light, totally. and they they just do stuff, yeah. they just do stuff, yeah. And so, I think growing up as adults, because we're going through this filtered system of all this stuff going on, all these distractions, we never really sat there and asked ourselves what did I just do my whole life? Or yeah. what is it in my life that I really want to do? Totally. You know? Or that's
0: when people hit that wall. Yeah. And they, that's when they have that sort of breakdown mm. and that midlife, quarterlife crisis, whatever it is these days. Yeah. And people are like, I don't know who I am.
1: Yeah. And it hits, it could hit you at any age. You could be. Yeah. You could be in your 50s. You could be 80. You could be at any age and yeah. it happens. And some people, maybe that just never happens. But I think, yeah, my best advice for people, whether they're young or old or it doesn't matter what age mm. I hate when people say I don't like you do use the word hate but I'm too young or I need to do this first and mm. that's you can do it now you can do
2: it now if totally. you're studying
1: just do something whilst you're studying like I am a prime example of you know I don't even have a journalism degree yet yeah, I finish yeah. at the end of the year yeah. but I've still managed to do all these things and it was purely because I just did it
0: Just do it. Just do it.
1: Nike, just do it, guys.
0: Do it. Do it wrong. Do it again. Do it
1: again. Get up.
0: Do it for yourself. Do it for somebody else if that's the motivation, but just do it. Keep it consistent.
1: Consistency is key. Consistency is key. Totally,
0: totally, totally, totally. My God. Okay. So.
1: Where are we now? Where are we now?
0: (laughs) I want a sidestep to Miss World.
1: Yeah. I'm really excited.
0: And and you should be. So uh, last year, Yep, 2021 yep. named Miss World South Australia
1: yep.
0: and uh, you're about to go off and compete again in just a few yep. short weeks. National finals
1: exciting. it's going to be pretty I'm really excited I've been in this competition for three years I mean yeah, wow. I've signed up for this when I was 19 I'm turning 22 in April it's time it's and time. I'm so ready and I'm just so excited because you know, in your life, everything leads up to this one moment, right? I feel yeah. like it's a bit of an m and moment. You know, it's that-
0: One shot. One, one shot. One app- That's it. <laughs> it's pretty cool.
1: Uh, so for me, again, it's another challenge, right? And yeah, um, yeah I've been working pretty hard. So, uh, and you know, for me, if someone was to ask me, it's, you know, well, what are you going to do with it? What are you going to do if you win? Well, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing now.
2: Yeah. 100%. I love what I do. Yeah.
1: You know, obviously if more opportunities come, awesome, I take new things on. But it for me- I'm so present to my life. I really love where I'm at. I've got such a good support system and mentorship around me. I'm just, I'm really ready. And I've been representing South Australia for nearly two years now. Yeah, yeah. So what a way to kind of give back to SA once again. Um, I'm really excited to go and represent this state. The state is so beautiful. And I just want to, you know, I just want to Show us off to the world. I just, yeah. I love, I love South Australia. I love South Australia so much. So. It is
0: the greatest place in the world. Like oh, I just is. said this to someone the other day. I was like, think about it. You're 20 minutes from the hills. You're 20 minutes from the beach. Everything. We've got everything you need here. Everything. Like, in, and if you want snow, go to Victoria. If, well, even then, if you want snow, some days, if you're lucky, Mount Lyell. <laughs> Granted, Luffy. you might be boogie boarding, uh, snowboarding <laughs> down it. But you know, it's a fun, it's a fun trip. The um, what does the Miss World competition look like?
1: Oh, sorry, it is. A competition that gives women the opportunity to pursue themselves okay. so in a sense it's very empowering it's very um you know very business orientated as okay. well it's 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 a mixture of everything so if you want to do this I highly recommend it uh, to all girls who want to get outside of their comfort zone yep. it does you don't have to be a model you don't have to know how to do a catwalk you don't have to know any of those things. Okay, wow. You just have to be yourself, right? You've got to believe in yourself, be yourself and give it a go. So yep. that's the starting point of it. So for me, I joined, um, I went through a lot of different stages. So, you know, it's a lot of interviews. They interview you, you know, they want to know who you <laughs> who are. You are as a person. What do you yep. love doing? What's your favourite colour? It's very simple, right? And yep. that's the beginning of it. And then moving forward, obviously, if you make it through the first couple of rounds and then there's the show day, which is a day where, you get to be yourself on stage, um, outside of your comfort zone. For some people who've never modelled before, oh, my God, I can see why it's scary. Yeah. Um, for me, lucky enough, I've been doing a lot of stuff since I was 14, so in that area of life, I'm good. Yep. Um, it's just, yeah, so that's that's what it looks like at the beginning. Winning. So when you win your state, so whether you're crowned Miss Queensland or Victoria, um, Tasmania, you have... A, uh, a set of things that you need to kind of push okay. push for yourself so so what you be like what the marking criteria is is your beauty with a purpose project so that is a project that's special to you that's a project that you invest your time in yep. it can be anything it could be helping homeless people it could be you know uh supporting live and local businesses yeah. it could be you know uh donating or you know doing charity work it can be whatever is connected yep. to your yourself yep. so yep. that's what the beauty with the purpose project is and you'd be mar- you're, you're marked you're that, marked on that right moving forward from that you're marked on your charity work okay. so the variety children's charity is the charity that miss world australia has aligned with over yep. the last three years yep. um i'm not sure if they change it every year to you know but just because of covid we've been variety so last year i did a high tea fundraising event and we managed to raise ten thousand, which was pretty cool amazing um, and that was at Adelaide city Jeep. And we just did a beautiful high tea, kids fashion show. We did a silent auction giveaways, all this kind of stuff. And it was so super, super fun. And yeah. So moving forward from that, this, you know, in 13 days, I was
0: say, it's only a few weeks, right? Well, two weeks.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, I, I leave on the 25th yep. and on the 29th is the show. Right. However, I'm doing one big fundraising push. So I leave in 12 days. Yep. I'm walking from Penny Shore to the Remarkable Rocks on Kangaroo Island. So it's I'm like 160
0: kilometres. 160
1: kilometres. So that's right. about 50Ks a day. So Huge. our mission is to raise 20 grand. Yep. And this is this is my final push. That's okay. the the final push before I leave. Yep. And um, so, yeah, the, apart from the Beauty With The Purpose project, it's your charity. So you can do anything. So yep. I'm doing the walk now and things can change. And, and obviously then you're marked for the weekly activities. So like I said, I, I arrive on the 25th. Yep. And tuesday morning sharp we need to be at the plaza for gold coast and we're marked on uh talent we're marked on sport we're marked on presentation q a we have to do a modeling challenge and then the big show yeah wow so we are being marked on everything and that's why it's so awesome because it's not about what you look like it's not about any of those things it's about who you are
0: yeah and that's probably just like one of those great misconceptions from Mm. the last 50 years um you know what i mean where a pageant is just about beauty and yeah but it's It's so not not that at all nope tell us how do we get involved if people do want to donate to your walk and to your big push how do we do that
1: all right so the remarkable walk from penny Shore to the remarkable rocks I was going to say remarkable Walk. Uh, so the Remarkable Walk is from Penny Shore to the Remarkable Rocks. And to donate, all you need to do is head over to the Adelaide set and click the website URL. Mm-hmm. So we've created a GoFundMe page uh donate anything five bucks ten bucks 20 all of it counts our mission is obviously 20 grand
2: yeah.
1: um so far we've managed to raise nearly 400 which is pretty cool but mm-hmm. we haven't even left yet <laughs> um and yeah I, it's about 50 k's a day we're walking so what's very unique about this is i'm not going to be alone i'm not doing this alone so yeah. i'll be walking with george hamish your so Adelaide set so the whole team, team members basically coming out Australia set with wow. so we've got Brody and Talia so our producer and cinematographer and they're yeah. gonna be making a mini documentary for That's us which is cool yeah so we can
0: all watch this oh god you guys are the, gonna see after me, after me crying first... I was gonna <laughs> ask have you ever walked fifty k like in one day? What have you, I've walked what the, you- lo-
1: the longest I've done is I've done 15Ks in a day. Yeah. Um, I did Operation Flinders back when I was 16. So that was pretty cool. So walking to different spots. So yeah. that was the most I've ever done. Um, I've got to start preparing as of t- tomorrow in yeah. terms of walking. So just walking around my neighborhood, learning about what kind of exercises we can do. Um, George, you know, being a pretty, you know, well established walker in the past, walking from Adelaide to Mount Gambia. Yeah, that'll do it um he he is my coach for this just wow. like everything in life he is just the guy right so he we've got an idea of you know walking for an hour straight 10 minute break hour straight 10 minute yep. break we're going to do stuff like that yeah um and we've got a big support system so we've got his mom coming we've got a big van following us all the things we need you know it's going to be quite cool um and variety are very heavily involved with what right. we're up to so they're sharing it on their socials but yeah if you guys really want to get involved follow our journey Follow the Adelaide set. We're going to be doing stories. We're going to be talking to you guys on how it's going to go. I yeah. don't want to say how it's going to go because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's. I've never done anything this physically extreme. So this is, once again, seeking discomfort and I getting uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> I love that. And one of the things that I often say to people is I often say, like, you have to make, in order to grow, you have to make the unfamiliar familiar or yeah. make it uncomfortable comfortable mm-hmm. and vice versa like in order to break habits it's the same thing yeah you make the comfortable uncomfortable and or unfamiliar so you don't see it as often but um no look we wish you all the very best with that walk Thank you that's so going to be so great i can't wait oh, to watch it and follow follow along with the australia set yeah. and the uh, little doco series
2: mm-hmm.
0: so if you are you win this mm-hmm. what is that then like while she said yes you, you continue doing oh. what you're doing what else does what it happens. yeah what happens
1: so you get a one-year contract yeah. um, and basically what I do at the Adelaide set is what I'll be doing for Miss World. Okay. So I'll be attending a lot of events. I'll be working with a lot of their, um, you know, fundraiser kind of um, things. Like it's a – to be honest, I don't exactly know who is connected to the Miss World, but yeah. – once you land that role, you represent them, yep. you are a spokesman. So you continue with your Beauty With a Purpose project, yep. you continue doing what you're passionate about because yep. obviously if you win, there's obviously certain things going on in your life that you love doing, so you continue those things. Yep. However, again, it's seeking discomfort. I'll be doing things that I've never done before. I'll be meeting new people. I'll be travelling into state quite a lot, yep. uh, attending a lot of the fashion shows, a lot of um, – you know just supporting all the states so you know being Miss World South Australia I've been supporting South Australia since day one becoming Miss World Australia you represent the entire of Australia so it's just more opportunity and that leads to the next big thing which is competing overseas so the last the Miss World uh, who's just recently won Miss World Poland. So she was crowned about two, three days ago. Okay. And that was in Puerto Rico. So you represent Australia on a nas- national international scale. scale yeah. yeah. Wow. And you verse, you know, you're not verse your com- it's a video game now. You're competing <laughs> against, you know, Miss Philippines, Miss World Britain. You're yeah. competing. You are representing Australia as each a of whole. The nations
0: globally. Yeah. Each have a representative. Yep.
1: And if you win that, then you just yeah, you're just I don't the even... the queen of the world. I just don't know what's next. It's, <laughs> then it's Miss Universe. Right. Then it's then it's that Miss Galaxy.
0: That's what we need <laughs> yeah, to do. Miss like, Galaxy. Yeah, I like that. I like that a yeah. lot. Um well, yeah, no, that's we wish you all the best. for that I can't again, mm. we're gonna watch. We're all gonna be following this. Yeah. I wanted to go back very quickly. I mentioned earlier media censorship. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned one of the things that you love about the Adelaide set. Is that you guys don't have anybody above you?
2: Nope. You don't have any rules. Mm-mm.
0: There are a few rules that are implemented by the platforms, mm. obviously. But when it comes to the content that you're creating, the messages you're putting out, mm. could you tell me what has been one of the biggest challenges for the Adelaide set in the last two years? Yep. Specifically around media censorship and and how you've found a place to communicate maybe what we would say, alternate news or yeah, not yeah. mainstream news?
1: Well, it's objective. Yeah. That's it. So how it all really started, obviously, the Adelaide set's always been doing news, yeah. Um, whether it be local news, global news, bushfires, anything that's pretty, you know, of interest yeah. for the Adelaideans out there. Um, It's for us, we started realising a lot of repetition a lot of a lot of patterns within the media and being a journalism student myself yep. um and you know having background at, you know at uh fresh 927 but i also work at SAFM triple m now so i'm a promotions assistant there as well that, so I, that that's within that that happened um yep. so f- from for me for me personally i myself being a bit biased i noticed that there was a certain story and it was only just that story being shown yep. and it was very interesting because I was hearing different from a lot of people that I'm c- communicating with totally. and because, you know, our job is quite social. We talk to a lot of different people and we realised that there was just this big gap in the media, that there was just no objectivity anymore. It was just the same stuff, the same thing, the same thing. And we were quite sick of it and, you know, being quite youthful we're you know we're quite prone to speaking our minds standing up for what we believe in being ourselves we realized that there was just a hole in the market of news that the news wasn't really the news anymore or at least it didn't feel that way so for us we were like look we had two choices one do what everyone else is doing which is safe it's very safe it's a smart business choice it's a smart move to be comfortable (laughs) to be safe yeah to be safe to feel loved um you know and the other option was do we be ourselves and do we just share what people are really communicating and that was it and we were like okay all right, let's be ourselves and let's do it. And then that was it. So we were, you know, just being ourselves. Um, we have a really big support system at the Adelaide set huge. We get sent, sent things daily.
2: Um,
1: my phone is always buzzing and I'm sorry if we don't get back to you, but (laughs) we share what the people want to see. We share what the people are saying and we are objective. There are always two sides to every story, like two sides of a coin. Mm -hmm. So for us, that's what news was before you know COVID or whatever it for us you know news is a place where you get the facts and it could be two opposing views and then it's up to the audience to decide what they think and it was very very simple you know that was it and we've been doing that for two years and I guess the blowout is you know we've had a few people get quite upset um, not so much clients or most of our clients we, we haven't had any problem with who we work with yeah. but you know some members of the community obviously don't align with that way of being and that's totally fine yeah. but for us we it's been more positive it's been completely positive yeah. it's actually been the best decision we've ever made because not only do we I don't know. I guess be that trusting platform that people could turn yeah, to. Absolutely.
2: But absolutely. that's
1: it, it it's turned in our favor and it's not on a it's not on a who's right or wrong scale. It's on a we need people to do their job.
0: We need you know? information. Yeah. Because that, and you're so right like I know myself uh, and my group of friends and family mm. a lot of us would often be like sending each other the Adelaide set
2: mm.
0: posts and be <laughs> so like yes, like this is great. Like mm. finally. And I think you're so right in the sense of it becoming a a trusted platform. Mm. But we need, we as a community, as a public, we need all the information,
2: Mm.
0: good or bad,
1: yeah, right or wrong, agree or disagree,
0: but we need all the information, just like you said, to then Mm. go away and make
1: make our own choices. Whereas
0: uh, 100% echo what you're saying is in like the last two years in particular, I feel like.
1: I'll speak for myself
0: but i feel like we have just had one narrative shoved down our throat time and time and time again without any no one's shining a light into the corner over here Mm. like just literally our own backyard for example dr nikolai petrovsky i know that you guys have posted a few pieces on him and his Mm. his vaccine and i'm not going to go into details on uh, you know this or that but that to me even when i look at that i'm like but we've got a world-leading epidemiologist and vaccine here, right, in, right, right here,
1: at our footsteps right just, here who's created over 50 different vaccines
0: historically <laughs> as well as this uh, one specifically which yeah. has had over six million um you know it's been administered six million times successfully mm. you, you've got to i just don't understand how anybody could look at that and genuinely be like no that makes sense as far as like a country's decision for spending overseas pharmaceutical, Mm. big pharma and, and what we're seeing now again, just recently, you know, it's coming out like you might need to have a fourth shot or a fifth shot or whatever. And, and look, I'm not here to tell people what to do, Mm. but we've got the best in the world. We've got best in class Mm. right here. And no one is supporting that. No one's shining light on that. So not only for yourself, um, you know, JP Drake, um, does a wonderful wonderful podcast himself and big mm. fan of his work too but again like to me it's wonderful to see local South Australians of positions with a platform
1: mm-hmm.
0: sharing that message yeah so thanks for that
1: no you're welcome <laughs> and and that's the same with us like we very big fans of him because he's he's copped it really Oof, hard and beyond. I, just unimaginable I just couldn't for me to meet somebody like this man and aware of you know his history his profession before the pandemic you know I think back to before everything started BC
0: before COVID before COVID
1: right and you know he would be the guy people would go to or you know there's certain there's there's a few of them actually in South Australia that you could go to and it just became a bit of a, a bit of a game and for us as long as we're sticking to our values, which are pure intentions, like we support South Australia, yeah. life and local businesses, we support youth groups. So, you mentioned our mission before, you know, what's the whole mission, you know? And for us, our mission is to help South Australians become the best versions of themselves. I love it. That's it. Simples. It's, it's, that's the mission, right? That's, that's it. So, for us, when we have, whether it be Nikolai or we have somebody else, somebody who wants to run for politics, we yeah. sit there, we share their story, and that's it. Life is all stories, right? And totally. for us, when you keep reading the same story over and over and over again, it becomes quite it becomes quite a novel. You know, it's like yeah. a it's a it's it's not about it being right or wrong. It could be completely right, right? Yeah. But we can't i i myself can't speak for the whole of adelaide you can't speak for totally. everyone's opinion and when you meet certain platforms or certain people who are just kind of pushing that for us that's just not what we're about because we are objective we yeah. like to share both sides mm-hmm. there is no right or wrong with totally, us totally. and having you know no hierarchy system above above us has been quite good because yeah. we actually can do that yeah and it's been in our favor in, entirely there's obviously there's been some things here and there where we're kind of like you know we question but again it's fear right
0: totally it's fear totally, totally. so
1: we just we push through it and you know we we care about our community really you know quite, deeply, quite a yeah. lot we well, it's
0: our community and, it's our and community <laughs> we are we are responsible for where we go as a community mm-hmm. as a population as a country a state whatever individually so we have to make choices
2: mm-hmm.
0: on every level. It's funny, um, you know, you're saying how the the Adelaide set. then like we could we could be safe and say the same story or we could be ourselves mm. to, to mirror that alongside like your own authentic voice. Mm-hmm. Would you say then like that it gives you permission and how important is permission mentally, right? But when we say like we, we're going to do this, we're going to be ourselves and speak our truth, mm-hmm. Whatever that is, and we're not saying right or wrong, but would you say that that then, what's the word? Would it have like galvanized the authenticity of again just saying, well, no, these are our values, these are our cornerstones, our moral compass, Mm -hmm. and this is what we're going to go back to as a constant.
1: Yep, it's entirely true. Like you can't be inauthentic around me. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really attract inauthentic people. Yeah, 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 and um. It's that's just me as a whole, but the Adelaide said as well, everybody on the team, they have their own perspectives, yeah. they have their own belief systems. Yeah. We come from different backgrounds, yeah. we all have a story and we are all in this together. Yeah. And I mean, really in this together. Totally. And we all have jokes, we laugh about things, we, you know, we are authentic around each other. If one of us is having a bad day, that's totally okay. You feel it, you see it. And um, for us, yeah, it, it's being authentic and we we. We can't put on a show that's not – we can't – I can't say something I don't believe in. Totally. I can't do it. Totally, I just totally, – totally. as much – you would have to – I wouldn't do it for money. Like, yeah. I, if someone paid me millions, I still couldn't do it, right, yeah. because it's just – it's not me. Yeah. So, for me, it's really tying in, you know, myself. I know who I am. I know what I want in this life, yeah. and I respect anybody and, and their own choices I love that. and that's and that's it and it comes down to being authentic right because yeah. if you're not being authentic what are you
0: doing and and would you say and you you've you said I know who I am I know what I want mm. I believe those are the two most important questions that anybody can ask themselves mm-hmm. who am I and what do I want Yeah. and don't be scared of what you want yeah. right that fear the the application of that level of confidence right
2: mm.
0: what does your future for you, Tatum Knowles?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You got Miss World coming up. Adelaide sets growing. It's just yeah. going gangbusters. Like you said, you're attracting authentic. You don't attract inauthentic anymore. No, Which nope. is a great thing.
1: I don't have time for small talk. Nah, I no, 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 don't. no I don't. I'm not no, no small talk for me. Uh, Was this
0: what you like? I know it's been such a big journey. Mm. When you were 14 starting out modeling, before you got to that. Point at 19, that you mentioned mm-hmm. at the very top of the show. Yep. To bring it all back together. Is this what you thought success was, or has your idea of success well, changed?
1: I'll tell you a little story. I was, I, like I i said before, I got my first iPhone. Yeah. The day I got my first iPhone, I was 14, right? And that was just before I started modeling. Like I started modeling around that age, but I got my iPhone and I took photos of myself using the filter, you know, testing it out. And I saw a photo of me. And then I, I had a moment where I sat there and I'm like, who do I want to be and I literally pictured myself I, I I sat there and I had a moment and I I saw who I wanted to be I saw the the face the hair color the you know I really did imagine yeah, it and yeah. there's a bit it might be a bit weird but I, I and i funny enough it hit me a week ago and I sat there and I'm like I had that vision again right I'm like whoa I forgot that ever happened and then it was the same photo i see now which is me now right, yes. and it's it's the answer to your question is yes. It, it in I, not the way I thought it would be. Like I had no idea I'd be a director of a production yep, company. Yep, I had yep. no idea I'd be a gen, the general manager of the largest youth dedicated platform in Australia. Yep. I had no idea that I would be a social media presenter and actually make an income. Yeah, from I that. had I had no idea about all of these things. I I didn't know what it would look like, but I saw me when I was 14. I saw the woman I wanted to be. Yeah. And I think that was very uh, awesome! Because I can't believe that I ha- I received that gift. It was it was it was a gift. I it is a always. gift.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. So. Do you still? You mentioned manifestation early on as mm. well. Like you manifested the the modeling and the things that you wanted to do, and yep. even like you said to picture that, and then go, oh my god, like seven years on, yeah, this is I'm here. I've yep. made it there how big is visualization for you? Do you use that as a tool when you are projecting where you want to go and what you want to achieve?
1: I I stay very present with my goals. Mm -hmm. I've got systems and I've got, you know, there's things that I use, um, you know, before I discovered Monday, you know, Monday is right. The Monday system. All right. Well, before it was all in here. Yeah. And
0: it's hard to keep in there.
1: So, you know, we we got a system and we I, I I've got my diary, I've got all these, I've got talents, I've got being organized, right? Yeah. As long as I'm organized, whew, I Be got right. it. I'm I'm good. Workable, workable, right? And so doing all these little simple things and doing them regularly. Um, you know, every Sunday night I sit there and I recap for the previous week. I stay quite present focused. Nice. Yep. And whatever the next big job is, okay, cool. I'm very present to that job. I can see it in five years from that job. Yeah, I look at things completely uh topless you know it's just there's no cap on the glass there's nothing it's just completely above and whatever job we have if i can see that we can scale it awesome yeah we're in let's do it let's let's go guys what's the biggest thing and i think for me communicating with a team because running a team is hard like it is so
0: it's tough you're managing personalities you're managing yeah like different perspectives you mentioned earlier and it takes a very special level of i think eq and iq Mm. to leadership role oh my god leadership things to be able to navigate that with influence Mm. compassion empathy and to still teach people because that that's difficult for and that's just not just you or the leader Yep. But the people on the team sometimes yep. that's difficult for them because they don't know how they might not have received that before, mm-hmm. and they'd like be like, "Well, I've never had a leader or a manager yeah. do that," and they don't know how to receive it, um, yep. or maybe they're not they're not people who want to mm. be around people. For example, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, there's again a lot of complexity to that.
1: And ninety nine percent of my job with general managing the team stuff yeah. it it is hearing, listening, totally, and really communicating what they want back yes, to them yes yes and for me as long as I'm doing that because I'm as much as I am a bit of a you know I'm a teacher now like I am a teacher yep. in that sense yep. but when I'm with them I'm not I treat them as we're equal yep. and I tell them my dream they tell me theirs yes. and that's how it works yep. so if they're continually if they're all continually you know sharing with me their dreams and ambitions. I will support that. Totally. I will get you on the platform. Totally. I will totally, give you totally. a space because yeah. it's not, you know, as much as I want to focus on me, which is, you know, where I'm going, like because you know, there's a there's a lot of exciting things coming up with my own life after certain things have been, you know, completed, but with them as long as they're telling me that that's okay that's enough yeah. for me um and there's obviously you know there's incentives there's milestones and there there are you know six months 12 month plans that we all need to kind of reach you know it does have that business model structure yeah. however it is totally hip like you can it's okay it's not strict right yeah. it's just yeah. i need a, i need just enough and as long as they're sharing that with me that's enough and i think now moving forward you know once miss world and that chapter is you know whether I don't know what's going to happen, who knows knows. once Miss world is out of the way and you know, whatever that that's a whole nother thing because my, again, my schedule would have to change a bit. Um, and I might have to consider a few things. However, depending on whatever happens after that date, that date, I still want to be able to focus on my purpose. Right. And this is where, you know, we started talking about purpose and I've really discovered mine and it's, it is really taking on social media presenting in a way that helps people, right? Because I'm always, I've been reflecting a lot. I'm like, how am I really helping people? I'm helping the team. I'm always giving them scenarios of me social media presenting. I'm always teaching people through what I do. Like, how does that, how is that connected to my purpose? Because it feels right, right? It feels right and I'm in love with it. So my purpose is, you know, through the art of social media presenting, I want to help women with confidence. Yes, on and off of camera right and it's very simple and both men and women um when I first started at the Adelaide set you know I only had like barely even 3,000 followers I now nearly have 7,000 and this is all from the work I've been doing over 15 months this is pure Instagram growth with all of this work right and for me now you know when I first started my audience was you know 80% male 20% female it was pretty like like, where are all the ladies? What's yeah, going on? Yeah. And now it's 50 50, which yeah. is exactly where I want it to Perfect. be. I still want to help both boys and girls, but my next big focus and chapter is you know, through the art of social media presenting, giving women, giving girls confidence, and that's on and off in front of camera. Whether you want to, you know, whether you want to be a social media presenter for yourself, whether you want to learn about personal branding and grow yeah. with your purpose and maybe your hobbies and communicate that through a social media, you know, sense, whether you want to represent an organisation like I started, you know, representing a business like the Adelaide set or because you can do this. And the thing is what I've discovered over the last 15 months is that there is just this big stereotype with social media presenters and influencers, right? I'm a social media presenter. I'm a presenter, right? But with the whole influencer aspect, it's very interesting because people think what a way is. Yeah. I know how much money they're making. I know exactly what they're doing, right? If you want to be real with social media and if you want to make real money, that's where I come in. I can teach you that. I can teach you about, you know, very simple business things or little tiny things that you might not know. And I want to do that for girls. I want to do that for boys. I want to do that for people because you don't have to be into fashion to be successful on it. All you've got to do is communicate. You can be a scientist. You can be, you know, you be can be anything you want to be anything you be limitless. and you can have a huge following. Totally. You just have to know how to communicate. Yeah. And that's what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be able to do that. I want to still do what I'm doing now. And um, whether that's with a lot of girls or boys or however, I will be able to do that. I'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. Um, I've got a few things cooking in the back, but it's, yeah, I'm very present to it. And so far that's where things are going.
0: Wild. I, it's just, <laughs> it's wonderful. Like, again, you speak with such clarity that mm. I, I know it can't fail. And mm. I say that I've had conversations with people every day, all day about their purpose and what they're doing and yeah. where they're going. And again, like not everybody has such clarity in mm. that. So that that's that's wonderful.
1: It's taken 15 months, guys. Oh, it takes years. It, it takes and years. Takes but years. It's it, a, exactly. Yeah, this is but you've, got, it. you've, you've got, got to do, do it. You've got to do it.
0: You've got to be uncomfortable. Mm. Like and that's said. the thing.
1: If if presenting, if I wasn't a good presenter, I wouldn't do it. Like yeah. if I really generally was bad, like if I couldn't do something, I'd be like, all right,
0: not for me it's not for me i'll yeah. do something else yeah and
1: that's the thing i wear so many hats i'm editing I'm, I'm doing social media i'm creating graphics canvas i'm doing post captions i'm talking to clients i i do it, all, do it right? all. yeah and you can cater that you can do many things and then eventually you'll find that one thing that just makes you tick yeah and then you can go for it totally so yeah totally
0: totally totally yeah oh my goodness tatum i've got uh, 10 questions that i finish every episode with yeah i could be here for For probably four hours more
1: (laughs) we probably could Um,
0: i'm gonna be totally honest with you i could sit (laughs) here and talk with you all day about like we haven't even touched on your young entrepreneur entrepreneur last year oh yeah Um, oh that
1: was my my uni's very supportive of what i do so they've they've been watching since day one and they've been very supportive so that's that's where that came in
0: right okay yeah but no look this has been an absolute joy i um i love hearing about the way that you have approached everything i love the way that you have shared not only like the way you are now
2: Mm.
0: which like you said is is confident and i and you so authentic and you still have those days where the self-doubt comes in but it's when you're alone but then Mm. you you did beautifully reflect on the time before that and i think that's a really lovely story Mm. because like you said it's just a lot of storytelling yeah what what do you hope would be i guess like When people look at all of this and all of your achievements,
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I feel like I know the answer, so I don't ask the question. But like, but what do you hope people take away when they go, "Oh, Tatum Knowles, what has she done? Oh, wow, okay, yep, okay." Mm -hmm. What would your message overall be?
1: You don't have to come from money. You don't have to come from a real wealthy country. You don't. You don't have to have, you know, everything. Yeah. You can come from zero. Hundred percent. If you feel like you are just on the lows of the lows, yeah. if you've made mistakes, and I mean, I don't mean just simple mistakes. I mean, if you've really made life changing, you know. Negative mistakes. If you've been through something, if something's happened to you, or you know, you can make it
0: a hundred percent. You can
1: anybody can make it. And I don't, you know, obviously in life, somebody told me, and I can never forget this. But they said to me, if you work hard enough, if you just work hard enough, it will happen. And that's it. And that's the thing. So, if anybody's interested in what I do, or if they, you know, if they're following me, or if they don't know me, my biggest thing. That I would love for you to receive from me overall is that you can do it on zero.
0: I love it. You can do it on zero. (laughs) You can do it on zero. Before I get to these last ten questions, I want to ask you: What do you when you're like? Because I can tell that you you pick up on the energies, you pick up on what's right, and you you're aware of it. Like you said, you're very present, which I love. Mm. Do do you find synchronicities in? your day whatever they may be oh, like totally. what what things do you notice that you go I'm on the right path what tells you you're on the right path be that internally or yep. externally
1: well when I meet someone and I get this like this butterfly feeling I yeah. get like a um you know it's kind of like with this podcast with you I'm getting it and it's a, it's a weird I don't know what it's called but it's I I feel very um I feel very happy with, with people, like, so if I'm meeting somebody who's passionate and they're maybe a coffee shop owner yep. or, you know, for me, knowing my story and all that sort of stuff, when I meet people who just share with me what their story is and I mean anything, if whatever it is, if I'm meeting people who are really sharing yep. and they're not just talking about, you know, um, I don't want to say the norm of stuff. I I just, I don't like small talk. I like deep connection. And for me, if I'm meeting someone who's really just sharing with me and I mean, Tatum I'm having a really shit day yeah and I'm like yeah you are you know I'm like you know obviously I'm totally. gonna help over, but I I really appreciate that authenticity yeah and for me look I'm every single person not every single person I work with is authentic yeah. not every single person I come across in the street it's is right be, yeah. It and that's and that's fine but if when I have these moments with small business owners when I have these moments with you know youths you know people younger than me or yeah. you know a little bit older than me i have these breakthrough moments if i can have a breakthrough moment with you that's enough totally, like totally. and it can be it's small big uh you know because small things lead to big changes right yeah. and that's the thing that i discovered for me i from going deep within myself i started learning tiny little things here and there and that was enough and then that led to this right so yeah. if i'm having that with people that's just wow, I go home and I'm so happy. I'm like, wow, that, that, that cafe owner told me about what happened. And it's so awesome yeah. that he could share it. And I, and I have people randomly come up to me in the street, right. And they just share, they just, they, they know who I am. They're like, oh, Dana said, Or they, the, the, the usual, Hey, that earth, you know, Sense. and they come up to me and they do yeah. it. And then I, and then they just share, right. Yeah. And they naturally do it. And I pick up on it and I'm like, yes, like this is enough.
0: I think that the the sharing, uh, even just the ability to share, immediately makes somebody vulnerable. There's a degree Mm -hmm. of vulnerability. And I always say it, there's a huge vulnerability must be present in order to connect. And that's where I think we miss connection Mm -hmm. on a human level. Where people just are like, you're having a bad day so you're rude to somebody else but then that's like mm. you're, you're missing the connection you're missing the fact that there's yep. another person there
1: exactly um
0: so i love that like that's, you said, even i'm just on the right stuff. path
1: when that happens totally because totally. if it's not happening for a while then it's like okay it's just yes. you know it's just not happening and then i'll get with the thoughts and that's because it's not happening yeah. however yeah, it's connection, and connection. it's it's the sharing, the the ability to speak your truth, your mindset, what's going on. It doesn't have to be sunshine and rainbows all, all the, the time. time. No, not no, no, not at all.
0: Oh my goodness, Tatum Knowles, you have been. <laughs> beyond a wonder to speak with today i can't thank you enough no, for uh, you joining for me, me and having spending so much time as well it's
1: so fun
0: being on this side oh my god it I'm, is so much listen, fun anytime you want to come back <laughs>
1: yeah no definitely i'm, I'm take here two.
0: and take two i'll bring
1: i'll bring a michael jackson thing with me next
0: time yeah done i'll get my t-shirt yeah. and my badge out
1: done the
0: done. um let me just get the 10 up here sure it's true. all right these uh the last yep. 10 questions
1: oh the hot seat
0: it's like a hot seat que- yeah there's no million dollars at the end i'm, I'm really sorry <laughs>
1: that's fine
0: <laughs> um all right so what is tatum Knowles your favorite word
1: my favorite word Oh, that is such a nice question okay uh thank you for the question the first one uh <laughs> my favorite word would have to be divine Oof. I like the word divine and I don't mean the word divine like oh I had a divine meal no. I mean divine because when I started having these breakthroughs the word that I kept saying was divine. Yeah. The divine, this is so divine. I That was a word that when I became open that I kept saying. So I'm going to say that's my favourite.
0: I love it. That's yeah. great. I like the way that you've tied it to that time as yeah. well. Like yeah. I think that says a lot. What is your least favourite word?
1: Oh, any words that describe complaining like I hate complain yeah. and I don't mean like just uh, 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 uh hate not hate or um i think my the, my least favorite word it's something like of uh I reckon it would be i oh, can't can't can't
0: yeah i can't do that i can't
1: do that i can't totally. do this i can't do that she can't do that Can't. C yeah. c-a-n-t i don't like that word because that that word described everything i was talking of so it's that word
0: love it love it what turns you on creatively spiritually or emotionally
1: uh the ability to go home and really just look back at my day and go wow what a day yeah. What a day that was, whether it be, you know, coming back from Port Lincoln, doing a doco. Just when I have a day where I come home and I sit there and I'm just, wow, what a day. Like, that's it. That's that's so good. Totally. I love that. I love those feelings. Like, it's that like feeling sense, coming home.
0: Do you feel like it's a sense of accomplishment or a sense of fulfilment or both?
1: It could be both, three things. Because it, as much as everything looks well on social media, the behind the scenes is intense. Mayhem. Like, I mean, <laughs> I have just don't or don't, i'm going to say don't tell anyone but this is a podcast so everyone's going right. to know but we won't it's say. the it's the first time i've worked 10 weeks straight including weekends yeah and i've never done that before okay. and for me obviously it's what i love and all that sort of stuff but i do see a potential burnout coming yep. up yep. and that's okay like i'm i'm good but i think for me yeah that's um if i'm having days like that it's you know it's still really hard because I'm a human. I still feel tired. I still, yeah. you know, I I need to exercise, drink good water, all these kind of things, right? So, as much as things look very, you know, wow, you're achieving. Do you feel a sense of achievement? Sometimes I feel like, oh my god, yeah. how am I still going? Yeah. And it's and it's just and that's normal and that's because totally. we're human. We get tired. 100%. So I do feel I feel like a like a happy tide You know, I get my hoodie on. I'm like. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. It's um it's almost like that old word is it like it doesn't taste as good if you haven't worked for it like an ice cream or yes, something yeah but like yeah that moment where you sit down you find mm-hmm. like oh my god
1: and you're no good to anyone if you are useless yeah i mean useless in the way like you have burnt yourself can't out. give
0: from an empty cup no
1: nope so you've got to that is something i am learning now because yep. obviously it's been 10 weeks i'm something's going on there i need to look yeah. at it and i'm i, I reevaluate look i'm burnt out yet but i've got to look what what am i missing
0: totally and
1: that's you know i think
0: even the fact that you're like i can see it yes if i keep going in this wave, i can see what's going to happen like yeah. that in itself is so powerful yeah because it, it offers you the ability to make a choice mm-hmm. and go okay what do i need here
1: exactly and, and that's, that's the true. thing like I, I don't go out i don't drink i don't do any of those things yeah because as a presenter it's like i can't yeah because totally. the next day i've got a video in the morning and as much as i would love to have a nice cocktail or an espresso martini it's it's unworkable for me i'm
0: gonna be honest i had a wine yeah. last night at work I did a <laughs> 300 person wedding at the wine center oh, i'm gonna night. be
1: honest i had my first espresso martini <laughs> last night oh, look, but it was at a, it was at a surprise 30th and it was very enjoyable no, look i'm
0: glad that we're both <laughs> confessing at the uh at yeah. this point in the podcast That's good that's why we know that we're comfortable yeah, yeah, yeah um and literally like we was a late finish too so like I got home at like 1 30 last night oh, and just you? this morning I was in a bit of a world of pain I'll be honest yeah. with you I was like, oh wow, that's, it's been a long it's week. so
1: weird drinking i just don't know how I don't know how people do it i don't I know can't how they,
0: understand oh. how i do oh it. Wow. i don't
1: know and same with me I'm like how did I do this for a while you no. know I just me doing it now
0: like one or two drinks now and it takes me four days. Oh, for a done, minutes. done. I don't want to make myself feel older than I am. That's okay. <laughs> don't <but>. worry.
1: I'm <laughs> feeling it too. I'm feeling it too. So don't worry.
0: I love it. Um, what turns you off?
1: Mm, just in general?
0: Oh, just in general, yeah. What turns me off?
1: Um, I mentioned it before, but complaining. Yeah. I think complaining, victim mindset, weak mindsets, yep. and it's not the situation of that is weak. It's just the person, like a person's way of being around it. And and this is even me too. Like I I have to catch myself with this because there are days where, you know, your subconscious starts kicking in and you might not be aware of what you're doing and it happens. It's kind of like, you know, when you jump in your car and you drive and then suddenly you're at your destination, you're like, how did I get here? here. It's a bit like that, right? So if I'm doing that, you know, it could be with anything, I I catch myself for it. I'm like, Tatum, are you complaining right now? Tatum, what what is going on? What's there for you? And same with others. So I don't like complaining. I'm all about solutions. Obviously, if there's an unworkability and there's a situation, all right, cool. But again, we go through it. All right, what's the solution? It's like there's always got to be a next step. So I don't, yeah, what turns me off is just complainers, victim mindsets, you know. um, He he said, she said, pointing finger kind of stuff. It's very, you know, I don't like that.
0: 100%. I
1: don't like it. We
0: are the same. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Mm. What is your favourite curse word?
1: My favourite curse word? Yeah. Oh, my God. Shit. Shit. I like shit. Like, <laughs> God damn, shit. Or it's like, oh, my God, shit. Shit. I like that word. It's a, I know it's That's a good one. I like shit. It's like, shit, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I like that one.
0: <laughs> what sound or noise do you love?
1: Sound or noise. Sound or noise. Because if it's a sound or a noise, it can be speaking. Really. Totally. Like it, I like well, – my partner and I, we both call each other this, like, name. It's quite cute. It's like Booba. Like, we we just call each yeah. other that. I think that's pretty cute because it's just the sound. When I hear that, it's like, oh, I like name. that. I think, I think relationships, when they have, like, a coexisting sound or a, yes. a, something they say to each other yeah. – I like I like that. I think that's cute.
0: I think that's cute. I like it. Do you, I like do,
1: it you do you guys have a word? Or yeah, we, we do
0: babe a lot. But um, since the day that I met Joya, I've just always called her by her initials, GP. GP. And even, like, after we got married, we've been married for six years now. And, yeah, um, yeah even to this day, I still, you know, earlier I was like, can you turn off the air conditioning, please, GP? <laughs> GP. Um, GP. <laughs> I don't know. And it's funny because, like, that's sort of – we've never really done, I guess, like, cutesy names. But we <laughs> – for us, I think it's the sound in which we communicate with each yeah, other. Yeah, it's that because sound. we, this is how we communicate. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. we're not yelly. We've never really had an argument, to be mm. 100% honest. Like, it's wow, crazy. But I feel like it's just, yeah, GP. She's my GP. GP. She's
1: my GP. GP. That's cute. which
0: is confusing if you go to a doctor's, but you
1: know. Oh, it's my GP. It's my <gasps> GP. <gasps> that is so funny. <laughs> I've only really just connected to that. That's so funny.
0: What sound or noise do you hate? I hate.
1: I think sneezing, really, like big, like just like really one of those really gross audible ones that people sneezes, do. or if uh, the sneeze noise and like there's but farting noise, anything that's kind of like coming out of a human, it's yep. a bit ugh, like, it could, like you know? Yeah, and obviously it's all normal, like it's we're human beings, right? But it, it's I don't really like, like it's yeah. just, it's a bit kind of then jump to the mic
0: that's I'll look Lend 20 the mic's yeah
1: it. i think that's weird <laughs> I, don't, I don't like those noises
0: that's fair that's totally fair i've never had anybody say anything about a sneeze but like i totally get it you're you're so right like that yeah
1: yeah like in public if people do it like i don't have a problem it's more like people near me or personal totally. i'm with yeah. i don't mind with other people because i don't know them. But like, who am so. i to judge i don't but it's more people around me and like you know it's yeah it's my personal relationship it's all like what are you doing <laughs> don't sneeze on
0: me totally <laughs> <laughs> what profession, other than your own, would you like to attempt?
1: Um, I'd love to give TV a go. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, at some point in any way, shape, or form, if I ever had an opportunity on TV, that would be fun because I haven't – because, obviously, majority, 99% of my job is just in front of the camera. Yeah. Being – on tv with a camera tv that yeah. would be cool so you know at first when i started journalism i wanted to be a news you know anchor thing and then i realized yeah it's not really for me i'm t- i like free you know i like being free and you know um so yeah so moving forward i think if there was any opportunity on tv yeah. i would totally tick that box i would go for
0: it 100% yeah. 100% what profession other than your own would you not like to attempt
1: yeah. ooh <laughs> I couldn't be a nurse, or I couldn't do anything medical-wise, um like or but anything to do with like science, biology, like with the human form or animal kind of thing. Yep. I'm just hopeless. Yep. I I'm I'm a chihuahua so my hands are like this, right? So I know for a fact that if I were to do any kind of job like that, I just might really hurt someone, okay, yeah, yeah. and that's just a really well thought out
0: thing. Hundred percent.
1: But you know, if you know, if I had to go to the army or anything like this, they want me to be a nurse. I'm gonna be honest, I might not. I'll be the best nurse because I shake so, like, it's weird. Yeah, because I tried obviously being in front of the camera, I wanted to learn behind the camera, and you know, I've got to have a gimbal and things like that. Yeah, yeah. but I shake too much, so I couldn't do anything that's very, you know,
0: like steady sticky, hand, steady or,
1: hand, because okay. I just shake if it's like yeah. knitting or something. Okay, that's cool, like, I'm not stabbing someone, yeah, but it's in the I just shake too much. I've, I I just don't have the hands for that. That's fair, that's totally fair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Last question Tatum <laughs> yep. Knowles if heaven exists. Mm-hmm. What would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
1: Oh, you. Oh, okay. If I arrived, I'm there. He's going to talk to me. I think. Um. You, you really did do all the things I laid out for you to do, didn't you? I think that would be cool. I love that. I think, I think that because for me, like. You know, again, I haven't scratched on too much of, you know, the beginning for me, but it was quite difficult, my life, the first 12 years were. Um, But, yeah, we'll leave that for another time. But I think if God said that to me, it would all make sense because then I'd go, wow, I really did, didn't I? (laughs) So I think that would be pretty cool.
0: Well, look, Tatum Knowles, once again, (laughs) thank you for your time. Thank Thank you for your spirit, your energy, and your candor today. If you want to follow Tatum, get onto the Adelaide set. You can also follow at Tatum Knowles on Instagram. If you want to donate to The Remarkable, The Walk that you're doing from Penny Shore to The Remarkable Rocks before you head off and represent South Australia. We can't (sighs) can't think of a better representative, Um, Mm. but do get behind her. Check it out at The Adelaide Set on Instagram. Tatum Knowles, this has been the Alchemy of Success. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for having me here today. I am so grateful. And, yeah, like I said before, being on this side is really cool. So thank you for giving that to me today. You
0: are so welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. And we will see you next time.
1: See you next time for part two. Part two. See you guys.
0: To continue the conversation, suggest a topic, a guest, or if you'd like to share your success strategies and journey, then connect with me in the podcast on Instagram, at the TheRealVinceFusco. See you there.